0: Hi everyone, and welcome to E Equals MC Paired, a podcast that crafts effective, motivated creatives seeking refuge from procrastination and mediocrity. I'm your host, Kimberly Gray, and thank you again for tuning in. If you've not subscribed to the podcast, pause this episode and click on that subscribe button and also give a shout out by leaving a review wherever you listen to your podcast. This helps spread the word tremendously, and your support would be so appreciated. Word of mouth is the best review, so also please share the podcast with like-minded creatives who you know can benefit from the content that I share every week. I post a new episode every Friday. Except for today. Happy Saturday. (laughs) This is new. As you know, we drop our episodes on Friday, but I'm human and I had a tremendously busy day yesterday and was not able to really sit down and effectively produce the episode without it being rushed. So we did need to push it back a day, but as promised, I'm here and ready to get things popping. So I hope you all are having a great Saturday. Hope you're finding your peace. After a long week and getting errands, house cleaning, or just that, well-readed, that well-needed rest that we all crave at some point during the week. I um, also this week want to say happy belated birthday to my sister-in-law, Olivia, who celebrated her birthday, as well as my in-laws who celebrated their wedding anniversary on the same day. I love you guys. And also my other sister-in-law, Michelle, celebrated her birthday also this week. I believe it was yesterday. So happy birthday to all my peeps out there. I love you guys so much. And you guys always support me and I love you for that. So let's get into the quote of the week. And this week's quote comes from one of my favorite, favorite female artists of all time. Um, she comes with a close tie to Mary J. Blige. And that artist is no other than the beautiful and humble Shadé Adu. So because Sade is one of those artists who's maintained the ability to remain very low-key and just chill when it comes to her personal life, I was actually able to produce quite a few interesting facts that some of you may not know about her. So let's talk about Shade. Her full name, as some of you may not know, is Helen Shade Adu. For my Nigerian listeners, I hope I pronounce that properly. And if you also listen carefully in that name... If you heard the pronunciation in her middle name, it's Falushade, and that is how her artist name came to be by taking out the shade in Falushade. So, um, some of you may already know she is of Nigerian descent and grew up with her mother in England. And most people know Shade for her smooth and sultry voice and music. However, prior to her embarking in a singing career, at um, When she was a teenager, I want to say it was about 17, she began a three-year program in fashion and design at Central St. Martin's College of Art and Design in London. And after graduating, she actually modeled and worked as a menswear designer. And that makes so much sense because I've always admired Sade for her very simple, straight lines when it comes to her fashion. And it makes so much sense that her even iconic things like the sleek ponytail, the red lips and the hoop earrings, it all it obviously comes from that particular experience that she's had in her life. So I just wanted to kind of share a few fun facts about Sade. And now we'll get right into the quote. And the quote that I wanted to share from her is as follows. It reads, I just aspire to pick people up that's my ambition. Again, I just aspire to pick people up. That's my ambition. I wanted to share this because it is such an honorable example of how all artists and creative people should think. It should always be our number one agenda and accomplishment to uplift others, to grow and cultivate positivity you know, into this already harsh and abrasive world, we have so much negative things going on that it should be such an important priority to make sure that we're spreading positivity in the world. And I believe this attitude is really the source of who Sade is and why she's so admired. She's not one to put herself in the spotlight. I mean, you rarely see her even Even in her prime in like the 80s and the 90s, you would rarely see her in magazines or in the streets crowded by the paparazzi. And even today, it's as if she's left such a remarkable effect on her fans and lovers of her music through her music that even if she herself is not present, the essence of her work continues to live in the hearts of those who hear her music. So I truly feel like she is an example of an artist who is confident in what she does and humble in the results that comes from her work. So kudos to Sade. And... If I ever get an opportunity to see her in concert, that would be an amazing experience. It's something that I've always wanted to do. I hope she does more live tours because it's definitely something on my bucket list that I want to experience. So we're about to move right into the topic of the week, the insecure creative. But first, we'll allow a quick word from our sponsor and we will be right back. Welcome back, folks, and let's get right into this week's topic, the insecure creative. So generally, when I think of the main struggles that creative people endure, procrastination, failing to be productive is always the number one hurdle that many creatives seek to overcome. However, there is another struggle that many people do not talk about, and it definitely has a huge effect on being able to function in a healthy way, and that is insecurity. Usually, but not in all cases, but for the most part, creative people are very critical, not usually towards others, but more so towards themselves. And in many cases, we can be our harshest critic. There develops a tendency to be extra sensitive and protective about our ideas, and generally creatives have an equally hard time getting critiques from others that we we really don't feel apply to our vision because we feel like they can't understand and see our vision the way that we see it. And this usually happens when creative people fail to detach their identity from their activity. It's almost like we take that unwarranted feedback as an attack or a substance indicator of who we are. However, with maturity and gaining self-confidence and understanding that creativity is a gift and not a definition of who we are as a person, we can definitely overcome this harmful behavior. So why is it harmful? Like, Why does this attitude keep creative people back? Insecurity is the catalyst to a downward spiral that can evoke feelings of depression. And, you know, that is something that a lot of people are dealing with in this day and age. It can conjure anger towards others. It can stall personal growth. Again, it can really hinder the development of a healthy reputation. And if you're a person that is creative, Eventually, you want to be known as someone that people want to listen to or people want to seek out your work. So, having a great reputation is key. The thing is, we have to really think about why we have our gifts. No one has a gift to use as a personal pacifier. More likely than not, your gifts are yours to produce solutions and enjoyment of others. And if you can't place yourself to come outside of your comfort and beliefs that you've created to be the essence of who you are, you really will never be able to grow and ultimately utilize your gifts in the way that they were meant to be shared. I personally have dealt with a level of insecurity. And for me, it was really, really difficult to understand that I cannot create something for the masses Without understanding that if I'm not willing to change things around me based on feedback, then I'm not creating a solution for others, but rather I'm holding on to my ideas as almost a personal measure of my own success. And that's just selfish. For instance, I was working on an invention, and in my mind, I knew exactly what I wanted it to look like, I knew the materials that I wanted to use my vision and understanding of what i wanted that to be was so clear but you know following the steps of production and consumer marketing standards we all know that it states you should always consider gaining feedback on your product from others so i decided to get feedback and when i received suggestions that changed the construct of my idea i didn't know how to deal with that rather than take a look outside myself and detach my possessive nature I instead cling to the fact that, look, this is my baby. And even though I may have asked her suggestions at the time, I was not willing to consider any changes because if I did the insecure, the insecure part of me was fearful that my original idea wasn't good enough. And that made me attach self to think, well, maybe my creativity, my creativity isn't good enough. And because I'm creative. Maybe I'm not good enough. And it sounds crazy. But amazingly, most of us do this and we don't even realize it. I had to really learn to detach myself from my gifts and not take criticisms about my projects as a personal attack. My, I would say my aha moment came from understanding that the most amazing accomplishment for a creative person to experience is not creation itself, but the positive changes and accomplishments that their creation can produce for others. And if we start to look at our creative abilities and gifts to help others and not really look at it as a definition of our self-worth, then we would be so much more satisfied with what we do. And we would essentially be more motivated to get things done because now we have others that depend on what we're doing. Being a, it's like being an insecure creative is like bottling up a beam of light to preserve the light, but cut off the illumination from the rest of the world. What good is that light if it can't illuminate? And what good is it if no one else can see it? But if you do that, it's like it never existed. Because when you leave, when you no longer can produce, all that is left behind is what you release to the world. So if you're not releasing your creativity, if you're not allowing yourself to be exposed, it's like it never existed. And that's such a sad realization. So if you are in a current state where you're creative and you are struggling with the inability to disconnect yourself from your creativity in a way where you shun critique and feedback, I really, really encourage you to take a small leap of faith by allowing a trusted person in your life to provide you with feedback. But with the condition that they tell you what the positive possibilities are for them and how they can benefit from what you're doing. For instance, if you're creating a book, be bold enough to ask, you know, hey, is there anything missing in this plot? Or would you like to see something else featured? Should I make things a little bit more climatic? Or if you're a strong, if you're a songwriter, be open to hear different versions of positioning on your lyrics. Maybe you can change some chords. You can add in another chorus. I don't know. But take the feedback with one agenda at hand. Take it for the very fact that it creates enjoyment for others and not just yourself. So with that, folks, thank you again for tuning in to yet another episode of E Equals MC Paired. And as I always leave the show, I give you a task to remember. Effectiveness equals motivation by creatives paired. Apply the equation and manifest nothing short but amazing.